0: Okay, praise God. Oh, all right, I'm just going to lay out again. uh, Oh, you know, Genesis, Genesis, Revelation, history timeline. I mean, it is. And that's where you get a little pushback from a lot of people. They don't want you to believe that. They're they're get mad at you. But anyway, but Jesus endorsed all of this stuff. Before Abraham was, I am. You know, man, they picked up stones. They were going to kill Jesus over that one. Anyway, uh, so we've covered a lot of territory, a lot of times through here, this history, 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 history. And remember your history, this is all, these first, all these right here. It's really cool how the people set out their Bible. They, I mean, when they put these books together. It's history all the way to, uh, to right here, basically. Well, Job's a historic book, too, so you could actually say all the way to here, okay? Perfect timeline, perfect timeline. And then Psalms... And then you got Psalms and Proverbs. Those are just, uh, you know, don't touch the stove if it's hot. You know what I mean? It's little phrases, whatever, and stuff like that. And then uh, Ecclesiastes, that was written by, Proverbs was written by Solomon. Ecclesiastes was Solomon. Ecclesiastes, it's a high word for preacher. Why do not you just call it preacher? We'd have got more out of it and been more inquisitive if we'd heard the preacher. Well, see, the Living Bible calls it the preacher. Okay, but anyway. I mean, it's still called Ecclesiastes. Okay, then Song of Solomon, that is nothing but a love story. You try to make that be Jesus, you're going to be sending him valentines. There's something wrong with that, you know. It's a, it's a love story. Then Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet during these times. You'll, you'll find out Jeremiah was the same one. Lamentations, uh, that's Jeremiah, but its they lost the kingdom to Nebuchadnezzar. It's over with. Then, of course, you realize they came back. Now, th- these are just guys that preached during this time. They weren't really recording any history, except for Jeremiah tells a little bit about what happened to him during this time frame. But Lamentations, they're gone. Ezekiel, they're gone. And then right here in Daniel, he's got a little bit of history right here. That's when they're under Nebuchadnezzar. That's where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is. That's where Daniel and the lions They're nowhere near Jerusalem, they're in Babylon. But they had came back. That's what Ezra and Nehemiah and Esther was. It was those days when they were gone for 70 years, and they came back. And when they came back, just 300 years later, Jesus shows up. But anyway, these prophets are just prophesying during that time, and you can actually pick up on why they said what they did. A lot of those books are real short. Anyway, uh, so you pick up here at the end uh, of all these are all prophets' names. They're just guys that, they're like commentators, except they were commentators for the Lord during those times. Okay, anyway, then you all of a sudden you could split this up and here's your New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Act. and it's still history. Oh my goodness. I want you to watch close hand this morning as we look at the book of John, okay? And the nice thing about the book of John, this reason when I talk about reading your Bible, I like to get back a little bit and try to read as much as you can at one time. Don't get stuck on one verse. You know, I've heard a lot of tales about this stories and stuff and yeah, how it really worked in people's lives. Well, good, good, good. But get the not, there's so much, the Bible wasn't meant to be read one verse per year. You know, it wasn't, you know, and when you catch the whole picture, you'll know Jesus really is my savior. So watch this, watch this and John, John chapter one, this is the book. This is John. It's actually, remember there was Peter and James and John. This is that John. Jesus called this guy the sons of, this this guy here said, shall we call fire down from heaven? (laughs) He got mad at this one town that treated Jesus wrong. And Jesus said, no, we're not going to do that. Here we go. John chapter one, verse one, before anything else existed, there was Christ. Now the living, excuse me, the King James version says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But when you read that, he's talking about it being Jesus, the word became flesh. So yeah, before anything else existed, there was Christ with God. He's always been alive and is himself God. Wow. He created everything. We've got to get a grip that he did that. And of course, when you and I, we do, we believe it, it helps us. Because if he created everything, he can help me today. Yeah, here we go. He created everything. Nothing exists that he didn't make. Eternal life is in him. And this life gives light to all mankind. His life is the light that shines through the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Boy, what a lot of powerful things we're seeing there. Notice, to all mankind. Don't single yourself out and say, well, it's not for me. Now, look at this. Here we go. God sent John the Baptist. Hey, we've heard of him. As a witness to the fact that Jesus Christ is the true light. This is history, so watch what it says. John himself wasn't the light. He was just a witness to identify it. Later on, the one who is the true life arrived to shine on everyone coming into the world. See, they were cousins. This happened real quick. But although he made the world... Talking about Jesus, look at this. Although he made the world... The world didn't recognize him when he came. Even in his own land and among his own people, the Jews, he was not accepted. Remember the story? Well, we're gonna, we, okay. Only a few would welcome and receive him. But to all who received him, look at this. In other words, all those who jumped through special hoops and lived perfectly. No, it said received him. He gave the right to become the children of God. And we don't stop. Keep reading. Look how simple this is. Look at that. All they needed to do was trust him to save them. Hey, I can do that. Notice he didn't say, don't ever have a divorce. Don't ever drink a bit of liquor. All the things that wouldn't matter anyway. All those who believe this are reborn. Not a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but from the will of God. Wow, and Christ became a human being and lived here on earth among us and was full of loving forgiveness and truth. See, when you read this, we'll see something in a minute. Everywhere he went, you could say except for when he dealt with the hard-headed Pharisees, but see, they were supposed to be speaking for God, and they weren't. Boy, he clobbered them. And some of us have seen his glory. Now, what would that be? He means glory, shining, shining. John was on that mountain and he saw Jesus' face start glowing. Matthew chapter 17, it's a historical event. You could, his clothes got solid white. It flipped Peter out. He said, oh, whatever, anyway. The glory of the only son of the heavenly father. John appointed him, John pointed him out to the people, telling the crowds. Remember, John the Baptist was, it was amazing. The whole world was pouring out to get baptized. The Pharisees were mad. Why are you baptizing? Well, they're going to fix to say that. This was the one I was talking about when I said someone who who is greater by far than I am. For he existed long before I did. We've all benefited, look at this, from the rich blessings he brought to us. Blessing upon blessing heaped upon us. Now what would that do for you drinking coffee in the morning? I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. So you keep reading. Look at this. Moses gave us only the law with its rigid demands and merciless justice. Well, we've read a lot of that. While Jesus Christ brought us loving forgiveness as well. No one has actually ever seen God. But of course his only son has. For he is the companion of the father. And he's told us about him. The Jewish leaders. Look at this history. All of a sudden. The Jewish leaders. They sent priests and assistant priests from Jerusalem. To ask John whether he claimed to be the Messiah. Look at this. John said he denied it. I am not the Christ. Well then who are you? Are you Elijah? See because the scriptures. Lead us to believe that Elijah is going to come. Well, Jesus actually told Peter and James and John, Elijah did come, but it was, but it was actually John. Anyway, no. Are you the prophet? No. Well, then who are you? Tell us so that we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? I am the voice of from the barren wilderness, shouting, as I think Isaiah says. So remember that old prophet during the time of. About the 10th or 13th king or whatever. Yeah, Isaiah, get ready for the coming of the Lord. He's not talking about years and years later. In about two weeks, Jesus is going to show up. And he's already alive. Then those who were sent by the Pharisees asked him, Well, if you're not the Messiah and you're not Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told them, I merely baptized with water. But right here, that's because Jesus was fixing to show up in the next few days. But right here in the crowd is someone you've never met who will soon begin his ministry among you. Look at this. And I'm not even fit to be his slave. Who on earth could this guy be? He is the son of God. This incident took place, cha-ching, historical event, at Bethany, a village on the other side of the Jordan River where John was baptizing. The next day, time frame, John saw Jesus coming to him and said, look, look what he says. The Lamb of God. What? Daily sacrifice. Remember that? The Lamb who takes away the world's sin. Look at that phrase. Oh, only the good ones. I mean, God's just, only those that read the Bible that had occasional slip up. The world's sin. Mercy. He's the one I was talking about when I said, Soon a man far greater than I am who existed long before me. I didn't know he was the one, but I'm here baptizing with, in, in water in order to point him out to the nation of Israel. And he's going to say, because, let me just keep going here. You know, we're almost done with chapter one. John told about seeing the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove descending from heaven and resting upon him. Now, what's that? We see pictures of a heavenly dove and it's coming down. This is why. I didn't know he was the one, John said. But at the time God sent me to baptize, he told me, when you see the Holy Spirit come down and resting upon someone, he's the one you're looking for. He, apparently, John saw this. It was like a vision. Oh, my goodness. I saw this happen to this man, and I testify he's the Son of God. That's what, John, and that's what his purpose was. He was there to prepare the way of the Lord, and he just told all the multitudes. The following day, as John was standing with two of his disciples, now this is John's disciples, Jesus walked by. He says it again, John looked at him intently and declared, see, there is the Lamb of God. Then John's two disciples, they turned and they followed Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw him, says, what do you want? He asked them. They said, where do you live? Well, watch what Jesus, you notice know, Jesus didn't say, get out of here, I want to be alone today. He said, come and see. So they went with him to the place where he was staying and we're with him from four o'clock that afternoon until evening. Boy, do we have the details or what? One of these men, look, it was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. So Peter's not even on the scene until, look, Andrew then went and he, to find his brother Peter and said, we have found the Messiah. And they brought Peter to meet Jesus. Jesus looked intently at Peter. Now think about this. Think of us, you, for a moment and said, you're Simon. Now how'd he know that? This is Jesus. John's son. He even knew his dad's name. You shall be called Peter the Rock. Well, the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and told him, come with me. Philip was from Bethsaida in Andrew Andrew and Peter's hometown. Wow. Now he's picking up. we got about four disciples so far. Now watch this little story. And why in the world do we have it? Well, look. Philip now went off to look for Nathaniel. And Philip's already sold on this for some reason. We found the Messiah. The very person Moses and the prophets told about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth? What? A Democrat? Oh, come on. That's basically what they were saying, you know. Are you kidding? Can anything good come from there? Just come and see for yourself. Now, I want to interject right here. You know, your, your life, that's... Do you see that there's supposed to be 24 hour a day? You should have no trouble telling anybody about Jesus. I mean, it's not a, this is just, that's the effect of Jesus on your life. It's like, well, I remember this morning, I thought I was going to have an earache. It went away. You can do what you want to, but I tell you what I did. I praise the Lord. I know the Lord helped my ear. You know, I was, I lost my ring and I, I just, a list of things that go on and on, whatever. Come and see for yourself as they approach, boy, what's the Lord? Jesus said, here comes an honest man, a son of Israel. Boy, I love this story. You'll just have to figure out what you think happened. But I, I gotta, I'm pretty close. I, I know. In my, I, look at this. How do you know what I'm like? Nathanael demanded. Look what Jesus said. I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. That got him because Nathanael sir, you're the son of God. Nathaniel probably was sitting there thinking, nobody knows I even exist. God, if you're there, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, Jesus says, I saw you in the fig tree this morning when you were talking about that. <laughs> Woo. Now, look what Jesus says. That's why we can't be Methodist or Baptist or Presbyterians that believe Jesus quit doing stuff. Look at this. Jesus said, Jesus asked him, do you believe just because I told you I seen you under the fig tree? You shall see greater proofs than this you'll even see the heaven open and the angels of God coming back and forth upon me the Messiah remember it doesn't stop there we're just going to stop somewhere two days later Jesus' mother was at a was a guest at a wedding in the village of Cana, of Galilee see the time frame we don't chop this up and go what's the spiritual message here uh, leave that alone don't even touch that Jesus and his disciples were invited too. The wine supply ran out during the festivities. Oh my God, this can't be good. Yeah, it is. Jesus' mother came to him with the problem. Now, it's our own fault if we don't bring our problems to Jesus. Look what he says. He basically said no, didn't he? I can't help you now. It isn't time for my miracles. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. She wasn't going to take no for an answer. Look at this. Six stone water pots were standing there. Now remember, we've covered some of this. That was for purification. Everybody had to get all scrubbed up before you went into the temple. That kind of stuff. They were used for the Jewish ceremonial purposes and held perhaps 20 to 30 gallons each. Then Jesus told the servants to fill them to the brim with water. When this was done, he said, dip out some and take it to the master's ceremonies. Now watch what happened. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though, of course, the servants did. Do you see how Jesus affects all of us? This heat's going to affect all of us, but i cut it back. Yeah, feel good. Okay, it'll still be hot. If it gets cold, we'll kick it back up. Look at that. The servants did. What's Jesus got to do with the servants? Oh, my gosh. He loves all of us. He called anyway, the, the master of ceremonies, he called the bridegroom over. Look what he says. Now we we just shouldn't have this in our Christian book, should we? This is wonderful stuff. That's for the people that go to the bars. Keep reading. We could use some wonderful stuff. Gee. You're different than most. Usually, the host uses the best wine first, afterward, when everyone is full and doesn't care. Then he brings out the less expensive brands, but you've kept the best for last. I've seen some people stop right here and they'll just go, oh, This is my verse for the year. Oh. Keep reading. This miracle at Canaan in Galilee was Jesus' first demonstration of what? His heaven sent power. Do you know Jesus later on, he's trying to convince these Pharisees and Sadducees. He says, don't believe me. Believe for the very work's sake. Because this is serious. If they don't, he said, if you don't believe I'm the Messiah, you're going to die in your sins. Boy, that's bad. And he said, just believe for the very work's sake. After the wedding? He left for Capernaum just like, well, we're going to go to New Hope. They took off for New Hope for a few days with his mother and brothers and disciples. Wow. Uh-oh. Look at this. Then it was time for the annual Jewish Passover celebrations. That meant everybody packed up and you went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, doves for sacrifices, money changers behind their counters. Cha-ching, ching That'll be $12. Ching, 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 whatever. Now, this is just not very Christian-like. Jesus needs anger management. You know, the Lord needs anger management when he talked to Moses. Moses said, please, Lord, send somebody else. The Bible says the Lord was angry. And he said, who makes mouths? Because Moses said, "I I got a speech impediment. Jesus said, I mean, the Lord said, who makes mouths? Isn't it I? Boy, the Lord, you know, we can aggravate him too. He made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out. You can't imagine he was doing it the Christian way. Well, look, I, I, I might have to use this. He did use it. Man, he... Mm. Look what he did. God, Jesus. I know what a Christian is like. I've learned to control my temper. Listen, your temper's got nothing to do with your Christianity. Nothing to do with it. I have. Le- That's what people preach today. They preach, take a deep breath. <laughs> Jesus took a deep breath to get more power. <laughs> I mean, he turned over the tables. Wow! Drove them all out, scattering the money changers' coins on the floor. Well, that's not very Christian-like. Think what they were doing. Look what he says: turning over the ta- then going before the men, son. He said, "Get these things out of here. Don't turn my father's house." Wait a minute. Who could this be true? Look at this. Don't turn my father's house into a market. And you remember other places where this is recorded. Jesus also said it's a house of prayer. Then his disciples remember the prophecy of the scriptures concerning concern for God's house will be my undoing. Look at they said, well, what right do you have to order them out? The Jewish leaders demanded if you have authority from God, show us a miracle to prove it. Look what he says. Look what he says. You and I know what he means. All right. Look what he said. This is the miracle I'll do for you. Destroy this sanctuary. Look at it. And in three days, I'll raise it up. Well, we know what he was talking about himself. What? It took 46 years to build this temple. You can do it in three days. But by this sanctuary, he meant his body. After he came back to life again, his disciples remembered it. John, John remembered it. He wrote it down. And realized that what he had quoted from the scriptures really did refer to him. And it all came true. Wouldn't it be amazing to be there and go, oh Jesus, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, you've wrecked your ministry. Anyway, because of the miracles he did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many people were convinced that he was indeed the Messiah. But Jesus didn't trust him. He knew mankind to the core. No one needed to tell him how changeable human nature is. Watch this. Keep clicking. Watch this. Then, after dark one night, a Jewish religious leader named Nicodemus, member of the sect of the Pharisees, came for an interview with Jesus. Look what he starts out with. Sir, we know that God sent you to... He knew this. Your miracles are proof enough. Now, let's jump ahead a little bit. This guy here and another fellow, slits my mind, they went and got Jesus' body when it died, when he died. And they buried it. And he just said, to heck with my career, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. Anyway, but look how Jesus is talking to him. Well, Jesus said, with all the earnestness, I possess. Remember the King James would say, truly, truly, I say, that's what they mean. We just don't say, truly, truly, Phil, I'll meet you for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say, hey, I'm serious. i I'll be there too. You know what? Truly, truly. Right. Yeah. Jesus, with all the earnestness I possess, I tell you this unless you're born again, you can never enter into the king you can never get into the kingdom of God. Now we just found out uh, it's a moment ago, if you trust him to save you, you're born again. Okay. Born again? This this flips out old Nicodemus. What do you mean? How can an old man, apparently he's an older guy, Go back into his mother's womb and be born again. Jesus said, I'm telling you so earnestly, what I'm telling so earnestly is this. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, don't throw stuff on Jesus like, oh, I don't get this. It's just two births. You're born first, and then you've got to be born from heaven. Men can only produce human life, so that's what he's referring to. You know? But the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. So don't be surprised at my statement, you must be born again. Just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it's coming from, where it goes next. In other words, you can't, well, do you see air? I'm not going to breathe because I don't see it. (laughs) It's there. Okay. We do not know uh, on whom he he will next bestow this life from heaven. Let's keep going. Keep going. Keep going. What do you mean? Look what he says. You're a respected Jewish teacher and you don't understand these things. I'm telling you what I know, and I have seen, and yet you won't believe me. And that's going to be the story of John's gospel. People just don't believe. Now, a lot of them do, but a lot of them don't. If you don't even believe me when I tell you about such things as these that happen here among men, how can you possibly believe if I tell you what's going on in heaven? For only I, the Messiah, have come to earth and will return again. And it, notice we're at verse 14. John 3:16 is two verses away. Look at this history event. And as Moses in the wilderness lifted up the image of a serpent. Well, we know that story. They were on the way to the promised land, and they go, well, we can't go in there. We hate Moses, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, snakes come out after him. He says, for only I, the Messiah, have come to earth and will return to heaven again. And as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent, the image of a serpent on a pole, even so must I be lifted up on a pole. See, at this point, nobody knew he was... uh, what are you, you're going to die? Know. So that, look at this. Anyone who believes in me, remember, not jump through special hoops, not wear certain clothes, will have eternal life. For God so loved the world so much. He basically says that, that He gave me. He gave His only begotten Son that anyone who believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. That verse alone has put me to sleep so many nights in my life. I said, Lord, it's just you, it's not me. It's just got to be you. And I'd remind myself, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. I'm just trusting. Look at the next verse. God did not. See, we have it backwards sometimes. If we if we become Pharisees and Sadducees or Presbyterians and Methodists and Baptists that get it wrong. A lot of those guys have it right. I mean, a majority, but I'm just saying sometimes you can just get on the religious train and, we put all these, but you have to not be this and not be, no. God did not send his son into the world to condemn it. This is so fabulous. But to save it. I Jesus was, not religious people were saying this. Jesus said this about himself. I didn't come here to condemn the world. I came to save it. Look at this. There is no eternal doom awaiting those who trust him to save him. He's still talking to Nicodemus by candlelight. But those who don't trust him have already been tried and condemned for not believing in the only Son of God. Their sentence is based on the fact that light from heaven came into the world, but they loved the darkness more than the light, for their deeds were evil. They hated the heavenly light because they wanted to sin in the darkness. Oh, let's see. They stayed away from the light for fear their sins would be exposed and they would be punished. But those doing right gladly come to the light to let everyone see that they're doing what God uh, wants them to do. Afterward, Jesus and his disciples, they left Jerusalem, stayed for a while in Judea and baptized there. They're baptizing. At this time, John the Baptist was not in prison. He was baptizing, okay, in whatever, Gadsden, Alabama, near so-and-so, whatever, because there was plenty of water there. Makes sense. Let's make something spiritual about it. No, it was just easy to baptize. You imagine trying to baptize in the Tennessee River where it's a drop off right there, you know? hey guy. All right, verse 25. One day, someone began an argument with John's disciples. Look what they were arguing about. Telling them that Jesus is baptized, baptism was the best. Okay. So they came to John and said, Master, the man you met on the other side of the Jordan River, the one you said was the Messiah, he's baptizing too. And everybody's going over there like John was going to be embarrassed about that instead of coming over here. You know, I'm an Auburn fan. I'm an I'm a Alabama fan. Look what John said. God in heaven appoints each man's work. My work is to prepare the way for that man so everyone will go to him. He said, look, this was the whole mission. I was supposed to point him out. You know yourselves how plainly I told you I'm not the Messiah. I'm here to prepare the way for him. That's all. The crowds will naturally go to the main attraction. The bride will go where the bridegroom is. A bridegroom's friends will rejoice with him. I am the bridegroom's friend, and I'm filled with joy at his success. He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. Just a simple fact. So we keep cruising. Look, we're almost done with four. He came from heaven and is greater than anyone else. I'm from the earth. My understanding is limited to the things of the earth. He tells us what he's seen and heard, but how few believe what he tells them. Remember, they're like, well, you're Joseph's son. You're Joseph. Try to tell Mary that. Mary got pregnant and didn't have a guy. She also had an angel tell her. Well, yeah, had Gabriel tell her. Joseph had to deal with that too because Joseph saw his wife get pregnant and he's like, I think we better get a divorce here. All of a sudden he has a dream. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. It's the Holy Spirit. And where did... Mary, get all this. Just do what he says. He'll turn to water. Into, where did she get that from? She raised this guy. Can you imagine having the son of God in your home. Wow. It's the same way we should be today. We got the son of God in our life. <laughs> what am I worried about? Okay. For God sent this one. Oh, excuse me. Let's see. Yeah. He tells them what he's seen and heard. How few believe. Okay. Those who believe him discover that God is a fountain of truth. Yeah. For this one sent by God speaks God's word for God's spirit is upon him without measure or limit. The father loves this man because he's his son. God's given him everything there is. And oh, here we are. And all who trust him. What about us? To save them, have eternal life. Those who don't obey in him and will never see heaven. But look at that The wrath of God abides on them. You don't quit. Boom. Win. My English teacher would fail me if I started out a sentence with Win. Remember, the markers was to help us. So we'd never know how to get to John 3.16 that fast without somebody going, uh, let's see, it's about, about four pages deep, top right corner. Yeah, God so love the world. That's the reason you have numbers and stuff. But overall, you want to catch it like this. When the Pharisees knew, chapter 4 of John, the, when the Lord knew, the Pharisees heard about the greater crowds coming to him than to John to be baptized to become his disciples, although Jesus himself didn't baptize him, but his disciples did. Well, okay, case in point. He left Judea, returned to the province of Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Around noon, as he approached, God, what a great story. History, look what happened. It's hot outside. Don't put a lot of stuff in this. Oh, our bodies get get weak. I've heard preachers take this and go, we need to understand how frail we are. Oh, please. (laughs) He had to go through Samaria. Around noon as he approached the village of, let's just say, you know, uh, around Grissom High School, he came to Grissom High School's well, Jacob's well. Okay, Located on the parcel ground, uh, Jacob gave to his son Joseph. But, oh, I forgot, Jacob never existed. Joseph never existed. That's just fairy tales. No, it's not. You can go to the Holy Land now and find this place. They'll have a monument on it or whatever. Jesus was tired from his long walk in the sun and he sat wearily beside the well. Oh, let's stop there and we'll just say, oh, God, I know how he feels. I'm so glad Jesus had a real body. Oh, please, keep reading. Soon, a Samaritan woman. Now, what you got to know is she's not a full-blooded Jew. And the Jews didn't want to. Remember the story about the the good Samaritan? The two Jews went by and they said, ooh, that guy's hurting. I ain't going to. But the Samaritan helped the guy. Put bandages on him and whatever and put him on his mule and took him to a hotel. God. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus asked her for a drink. He was alone at the time as his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. Get a couple of Happy Meals or whatever. The woman was surprised that a Jew would ask a despised Samaritan for anything. Blacks on the white, rights over here, the blacks bathrooms. Remember the same stuff we've heard all the time. Racial stuff. Of course, we've got over a lot of it, like you say, but that's basically this is. Usually they wouldn't even speak to them. And she remarked about this to Jesus. Well, let's see what she said. Uh, he replied, If you only knew what uh I think I missed that where she said, How is it that? Okay, man, it's coming up. Okay, anyway. He said, if you only knew a wonderful gift God has for you. Now, whoa, 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 how could God have a gift for somebody who's not even a full-blooded Jew? And if you remember the stories of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat tried to go help this part of the Israel nation. And the Lord said, don't. And that's because they were worshiping a moo over there. Okay, okay. If you only knew what a wonderful gift God has for you and who I am, you would ask me, look at that, for some living water. Yeah, but you don't have a rope or a bucket. And this is a very deep well. Where would you get this living water? And besides, look at Lucas, She says, are you greater than our ancestor, Jacob? How can you offer better water than this, uh, which he and his sons and cattle enjoy? Jesus replied, soon, people soon become thirsty again after drinking this water. Man, where is he going this? with this? But the water I give them will become, look at that word, perpetual. That means all the time. Yesterday, today, and forever spring within them, watering them forever with eternal life. Whoa, please, sir. The woman said, give me some of that water. Then I'll never be thirsty again and I won't have to come out here. Look at this. I tell you, Jesus is the son of God. He did this to Nathaniel, didn't he? See, he was trying to get... Remember, it's important that you believe that he's the Messiah. You've got to believe he's the Messiah. Here's how he got her. Uh, Hey, go tell your husband. Uh, I'm not married. The woman said, look what he says, all true. You've had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. Bye-bye. I won't talk to you ever again. No, that's not what he did. You know what? That doesn't matter. I mean, what, Jaja Gavor was married 10, 11, 13 times, whatever. I think it's funny what she said. She said, I never hated a man enough to give him back his jewelry. <laughs> you know, And marriage has got nothing to do with it. Solomon had a thousand wives. We're not going to read the book of Solomon anymore or whatever in Ecclesiastes? No. Sir, the woman said, look what she said. You must be a prophet because that's what, how you knew this stuff. But say to me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place to worship when we Samaritans claim it's here at Mount Gerizim where our ancestors worship? Because remember, there was two places. Okay, Look what Jesus said. The time is coming, ma'am, when we're no longer going to be concerned about where. And that's true. We're not going to be concerned about where. Whether to worship the Father here or in Jerusalem. For where we worship, count, uh, excuse me, for it's not where we worship that counts, but how. It's, is our worship spiritual or real? Do we have the Holy Spirit's help? Now, he wasn't trying to get you all wrapped around the axle going, well, I just don't know today. We need a movement of the Lord here. Worshiping him in spirit is get it right. Jesus is who we're supposed to be believing in. Anyway. For God is a spirit and we must have his help to worship as we should. The Father wants this kind of worship from us. But you Samaritans know so little about him. Worshiping blindly. While, we, know, while we, we Jews know all about him. For salvation comes to the world through the Jews. In other words, the Messiah, right? The woman said, well, at least I know that the Messiah will come. The one they call Christ. And when he does, he will explain everything to us. Can you imagine what Jesus is going to say here? You're talking to him. Wow. Jesus said... I am the Messiah. Just then, right at that very moment, the disciples arrived. They were surprised to see him talking to a woman. Jesus, you don't need to be doing this. But more, they didn't ask him why, what he'd been discussing. The woman, look what she did. That tells you what kind of conversation they had. She left that water pot because Jesus said, hey, I need a drink. She left, the, and look what else she did. She went back to the village and told everyone, come see a man, meet a man who told me everything I ever did. Can he be the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to meet him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus, hey, man, we got the happy meals. Hey, urging him to eat. Nah, he said, I have some food you don't know about. Of course, they're going, who brought it to him? The disciples asked each other. Then Jesus explained, my nourishment, Comes from doing, uh, here we go. comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. Do you think the work of harvesting will not begin until summer ends four months from now? Look around you. Vast fields of human souls are ripening all around us and now ready for reaping. He was working on that woman just a moment ago. The reapers will be paid good, good wages and will be gathering eternal souls for the granaries of heaven. What joys await the sower and the reaper both together. For it's true that one sows and someone else reaps. I sent you to reap where you didn't sow. Others did the work and you received the harvest. Where's he going with this? Well, keep going. Pretty easy. Real easy. Here they come. Many of the Samaritan, no, many from the Samaritan village believed he was the Messiah because of what happened to that woman. Wonder how many people believe because of everything you say about Jesus. He told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him at the well, they begged him to stay. Hey, can you stay with us for a while? He did for two days. Wow. Can you imagine? The only begotten son of God stays in your town. Where are you going to be that night? I'm going to be there. I'm not going to miss that concert. Long enough for many of them to, to believe in him after hearing him. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe because we heard him ourselves, not just because of what you did. Whoa. Jesus must be the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, look at that. He indeed, no, he is indeed the Savior of the world. At the end of the two days, he stayed in Galilee. Uh, Jesus used to say, "A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own country." But the Galileans welcomed him with open arms, uh, for they had been to Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and seen some of his miracles. In other words, some towns were like, "Yeah, we like you." In other were like, "Well, I don't know, you're Mary's son." Well, I have a hard time believing you are anybody. In the course of his journey, here he goes, through Galilee, he arrived at the town of Cana. Now, remember, it's just told us, everywhere he's going, that's the reason, if you need help from Jesus, you'll get it. If you ask him, but if you want to treat him like, well, I just don't know, and I'm a rotten person, why would you heal me today? I'll just live with my sore throat. Oh, please. In the course of his journey through Galilee, he arrived in a town of Cana. Now, we're going to stop after this, this is long enough. Oh, there was a man in the city of Capernaum, a government official, whose son was very sick. Well, I tell you, what about this guy? I bet that guy was very sick spiritually, you know. You know, Jesus never does a checkup on these people. He didn't check up on that woman. Yeah, you've had five husbands. I'm not going to tell you whether I'm the Messiah or not. You're on your own. You're shacking up with the last one. You're not even married to him. Is that what happened? Nope. A government official. But look what got him. His son was very sick, and guess what else got him. He's smart enough to know, I'm going to Jesus. At first I didn't believe, but I believe. Look what Je- and Jesus is going to point pull this out. They heard that Je- he heard Jesus had come from Galilee and was traveling and uh, come from Judea and was traveling in Galilee. This man went over to Cana, found Jesus, begged him to come to Capernaum. Now, boy, that begging's got a lot to do with it. Don't take no for an answer. Come to Capernaum and heal his son who is now at death's door. Oh, come on. You can't, if it's cancer, you can forget it. If he broke a disc in his back, it's over with. Live with it. Oh, really? Really? Jesus sent us out today with this same kind of power. Anyway, Jesus asked. Look what he says. Won't any of you believe... In me, unless I do more and more miracles? He was telling this to that government official. He was trying to tell him that, you know, fella, I know you want me to come, but who do you think I am? You know, this is important. The official pled, sir, please come now before my child dies. Now, of course, he's flipping out, which makes sense. Look what, Je- look what Jesus did. Go on home. Your son's healed. And the man believed Jesus and started home. Now, what did he believe? He believed that. I mean, this would be the first big mistake Jesus made in his political career. Oh, God. He knew it. He Man, my son's fine. While he was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that all's well. His son recovered. But look what the guy says. He asked them when the lad had begun to feel better. Uh, Because he's dealing with it. He's a government official, probably in bed with all the religious people that hate Jesus. And they said, well, yesterday afternoon, about one o'clock, his fever suddenly disappeared. The father realized it was at the same time (laughs) Jesus had told him, your son's all right. Why do we have the details? Why? Here's why. And the officer and his household believed that Jesus was the Messiah. He got him, didn't he? He said, I don't care what they say. I don't care if the head of the synagogue over here says Jesus is a fake and he's casting out demons by Satan himself. I believe he's a son of God. My son is fine. I asked Jesus to come heal him and Jesus said he was fine. And I found out when he said it was fine yesterday at one, he was fine. I believe he's a son of God. That's how it got him. It's amazing. When Jesus raised... Lazarus, look, anyway, this was the second miracle in Galilee after coming from Judea. Now, I'm stopping here, but I want to run over here to 11. He's just like days from being crucified right here. And he is so ticked off that the whole people do not believe. Notice what he said, your brother will come back to life again. Well, I'm, I'm not far enough. Hang on a second. Let's go a little further. When Mary arrived where Jesus was, John 11, she fell down at his feet saying, Sir, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. Jesus saw her weeping and the Jewish leaders wailing when he was moved. Look at that. With indignation, he was ticked off. Deeply troubled. Where is he buried? I mean, Jesus like, y'all blame me for his death. They told him, come and see. Cheers came to Jesus. Now, he is not crying over death. He's crying over these silly people that don't believe nothing. They were close friends. See how much? That's not where the anger's coming from. Watch this. Then this is your whole book of John right here. Some said, "Look, oh, watch this." Some said, "This fellow healed a blind man. Why couldn't he keep Lazarus from dying?" Again, Jesus was moved with deep anger. Now watch this. They came to the tomb. It was a cave with a heavy stone. Roll the stone aside. Man, he is fired up. But Martha, the dead man's sister, said, oh, he stinks. He's been dead four days. Oh, look what Jesus says to her. And don't you know, he's still angry. Didn't I tell you that you will see a wonderful gift from God if you will believe? Boy, they rolled the stone aside. Jesus looked up to heaven. Look at this. Thank you, Father, for hearing me. You always hear me, of course. But I said it because of these people standing here so that you, they will believe you sent me. See, that's the whole problem. Then he shouted, Lazarus, come forth. Boy, poing, he popped up. Lazarus came bound in the grave clothes, his face muffled in a swath. Unwrap him and let him go. Now, look at this. So at last, many of the Jewish leaders, there they are, Who were with Mary, saw it happen, finally believed on him. What's that got to do with it? Man, if we don't believe on him, we are gonna die in our sins. Jesus knew it, He knew it. But some went away and reported it to the Pharisees. Good grief. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We believe you, Lord. We're going to keep reading our Bibles. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We know you're the Messiah. We're not looking for anybody else. We're not going to be guilty like the Israelites were building a stupid cow and saying, there's our God, whatever, or something else. We'll just be good enough and we'll go to heaven. No, we're only going to heaven because of you. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord. If we're hurting our bodies, you'll take care of that. Praise the Lord, you took care of that government official's son, had a fever and was going to die, you fixed him. Same thing's true financially, you'll fix all our financial trouble. And if it's some other problem, great, small, whatever, you'll fix that. And that doesn't leave anything left but for us to keep a good diary and tell other people what you've done in our life as we tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord.